As you know, the world is trying to grapple with the coronavirus pandemic at the moment and many of us are in lockdown. Stay safe and look after each other. <sighs> it's been a big day for the podcast. Go presents your daily dose of news, entertainment and all things internet. Hey, it's Talisha, Hayden and Alex, and it's been a big day for Twilight. She's back, baby. <laughs> Look, I, for one, am <laughs> mega fucking excited for this because the saga, like, shaped me as a person. Um, like, obviously, it's a sore point for a lot of people and there's mixed reactions to the news of a new book in the series from Stephanie Meyer. So here's why Twilight <laughs> is suddenly back in the spotlight, all right? So over a decade since it was first announced... Uh, Stephanie Meyer has said that she'll finally, finally release her long-awaited Twilight <laughs> spin-off novel, Midnight Sun, in August. And for those who yes. don't know... Pop <laughs> off, Queen. Oh, yeah. For those who don't know what this is, it's basically a retelling of the first Twilight book, but from the point of view of Edward Cullen. In, like, from Bella's perspective, she, mm. like, she's boring. But from <laughs> Edward's perspective... Yeah. He can't he can read everyone's mind in the world except for Bella's. So it'll All be right. like really interesting mm. to see like his his perspective and like what he was thinking when he was like, What the fuck? I can't read her mind. And then also to see everyone what everyone else was thinking at the time. Like, ah, oh, an insight. Oh my god, you're right, because obviously he can read everyone else's mind, so we're gonna know what everyone actually thinks of Bella. That's yeah. crazy. Interesting. Yeah. How weird is that? Okay. I am obviously not as invested in this as both of you are. I, yeah. I'm but actually are you poor being Alex. schooled, Alex. <laughs> is the question. I'm actually, I was actually more interested in how we even got to this in the first place because the How did publication- we get here? <laughs> but I used to know you so well. Oh, Sorry, because go on, like Alex. I assume that you both have kept up with this whole saga. Like what I mean by saga, I mean the Midnight Sun history since it even started in what in 08? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, so like I like I learned about this, you know, like this morning and then and last <laughs> yeah, night. Give us the right down for the people and I, that and don't keep up today. so interesting. <laughs> like, you know, just from the very beginning, just the fact that it was announced as a spin-off back in 08 after yeah. the original series of books have finished and then it got leaked online and then that kind of put a you know hold to all the plans then it followed this a few years later when she was finally ready to release the book again (laughs) then 50 shades of gray came along and kind of shat all over those plans in a really weird ironic twist of fate because we all know (laughs) where 50 shades of gray comes from i just thought that it was very i don't know very brave and very like awesome of Stephanie Meyer to keep at it when this project is clearly, you know, had its issues and it's felt like the universe did not want her to release yeah. this book. Well, it's like had its issues and it feels like such a long freaking time, like since the first one kind of came out, since the hype died down. Mm. Um, obviously, um, Edward and Bella have moved on, like they're doing their own projects. But like I, when I think about Twilight, I like think about when I used to sit on the steps at school, like a very a la Gossip Girl, um, with my friends in Year 7. Like just, with frozen yogurt. Yeah, and we were reading the books and, like, we went to midnight screenings of New Moon and Eclipse. Like, we were right there at the forefront of, like, the hype. Um, mm. And we used to, like, even write fanfic in English and turn it in for assignments. Our teacher loved us. 
Um, You're totally right. Like I have kind of, I cut like subconsciously kept up with stuff. Like even just this past Christmas, we did like a 12 days of Christmas thing with, um, and like with each gift that I got my sister, I got her an extra gift that was Twilight themed. She fucking oh, hated this nice. by the way no she hated this <laughs> it was oh, the, bane of, the bane of her existence every time she'd open like the twilight present she'd be like what the fuck is this because like i bought a random woman's entire twilight collection including like books <laughs> uh pens collectors uh collector's items and also oh my these, god um twilight breaking dawn edward and bella barbies like the wedding barbies um yeah so if there is another yes, boom i'm ready I remember with merch seeing them to in sell so I'm ready. I'm ready to make some money. Look um, out, eBay. Felicia's yeah. coming for you. Yeah, I'll be. I'll be there. I was thinking a lot about, you know, the the hate that that Twilight sort of got, and um, it got me thinking back to this op-ed piece which I read about how hating on fandoms is um, this like really toxic thing that we do, and it's like very mm. much rooted in misogyny because you know. Like, teenage girls and and gay men are predominantly what make up fandoms. And um, a lot of what they're interested in never really gets taken seriously because it's sort of blamed on, oh, it's their hormones. Like, they like (laughs) One Direction because of their hormones. It's not because they're making good music. So it's sort of, like, prevented things from, like, like One Direction or Twilight from being, you know, seen as really critically... um, Being taken seriously critically, really. Yeah, fully. And, you know, Mm. I think there were two sides of of Twilight in this because on one hand... I think that Twilight is very geared towards um, succeeding with fandoms. You oh, know, they have the whole 100%. Team Jacob it versus really Team Edward thing. It really did lean into the whole fandom thing, didn't it? Yeah, it was pioneering and it, knew ex- it was so self-aware that it mm. was like, you know, we're, we're approaching this demographic and we're going to pull out all the stops to make sure that we attack it very well. Because they had the Team Jacob versus Team Edward rivalry, which made people feel like they were a part of something and gave them something to fight for. Mm. And how can we forget that the books were written in first person? So yep. we never really, you know, Bella is seen as boring, but it's only because we don't, we don't give a shit, shit about, about like, Isn't yeah, exactly. We're, we're here to learn about Edward and Jacob and fight over them. Yeah. I remember reading, this was like ages ago when I was in high school, that she, Stephanie Meyer wrote the first book basically like she wrote Bella not really as a character but more like as a shell for the reader you know what I mean yeah probably explains yeah. why she's so yeah, boring exactly then, so. <laughs> but like no absolutely and I think that that's why Midnight Sun yeah I think that's why Midnight Sun is going to be actually really cool and really interesting because we might see yeah. a bit more of Bella but it depends if she's yeah. like revised it kind of since she first wrote well, it uh, I'd hope that she'd be a better writer, you know, 12 years on since she first started the book. So I don't know. I think, like, tw- Twilight, every time that um, my friends and I have a, a little wine night, um, which we haven't in a while, which is really sad, we put Twilight on. It just becomes, yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> it just becomes the default. And I don't know why... But it's just, it is actually really good and funny. Like, I love the soundtrack. Mm. I think the, like, shots are gorgeous. I don't know. I just really like it. It's, like, the dialogue yeah, is I think terrible. <laughs> but- I, I mean, 
<laughs> I think there actually is a discussion to be had about whether Twilight is actually a good film. Because as mm-hmm. I said, you know, they, they, do, they do tap into fandoms, which makes the world not take this piece of art seriously. But, you know, the other year, the other year, the, so, whatever, Robert Pattinson came out <laughs> and said that Twilight is an art house film. And, and, you know, my initial reaction was like, Okay, lol, good one. Like, <laughs> how the fuck can that happen? But, you know, the more I think about it, you're right, Talisha. Like, it's got these weird, crazy shots and the, the soundtrack is is um, immaculately curated. Yeah. And, you know, it even plays with, like, colour coding to an extent. So, yeah. like, it is an interesting film imagine and it putting, is a good film. Imagine putting Debussy in a, a film like this. Like, that's <laughs> ballsy. Imagine putting Muse, imagine putting Paramore all together oh, like God, that. Yeah. Like it's it's it was a risk, I think. Like it could have really flopped. Um, because yeah. it, it does Oh my god, sorry, you like just shit. what you're saying makes me think of the the Muse um, super massive black hole um, song being played in the baseball scene. Yes. In what has to be the campiest scene in cinematic history. It, it ruined is shockingly playful. Me. Like I love that song before <laughs> the movie Alex, came. That out. was the first time I ever listened to a rock song. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're on a, you got a good point there. I I would say it it is they went into it with the idea of making a very high budget B grade movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Sort of like yeah. Sort of like the room, but like <laughs> there was actually competent people behind it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I see that. At the end of the day, I feel like it's a good time for her to release this book because you know we live in 2020 and it's been a dumpster fire and we can yeah. use some dumb yeah. entertainment to take our minds off things and why not? Take our minds back to Twilight, where <laughs> yeah, you know we're what I mean? craving As some sort of nostalgia right now. So yes. I agree. And there is a piece up on go.com.au um, where one of our writers actually pulls out her old um, Twilight fanfic, and it's a it's a good old time. So go give that a read, and we'll catch you back here for another big day. If you like what you heard, Goat's podcast library is growing. If you want to get amongst some more honest chats, check out Thinking Between the Thighs, the podcast that tackles Australia's most Google questions about sexual health. What are your thoughts? Head to goat.com.au and get involved on our socials. Insta, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. Don't forget to subscribe and we'll be back tomorrow for another big day.